This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the follow. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 1222 on the fan. It's Tiki and Tierney. We need some answers, damn it. We need them. And I think we're going to get some right now. We're joined by Keith Powers, who is uh, majority leader of the city council, and he reps council district four, and that includes the Empire State Building. He's also a huge Giants fan, uh, pretty active on social media, and Mr. Powers is with us here on the fan. Keith, it's Tiki and Tierney. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today, sir? You okay? I'm doing okay. Thank you guys for uh, having me on. And uh, obviously outraged like many New Yorkers today about the Empire State Building. Oh, no doubt. I love that you jumped into it on social media. You stood up for for, for us, uh, even us non-Giant fans. It's an absolute joke. And all right, before we start maybe throwing around the motion, I, I need some answers. Can you confirm, I mean, it's strongly surmised, but can you confirm that this is paid for? I would think that it is, but did the NFL pay for this? You know, I've heard a lot of folks asking me that. I have not been able to confirm at this point whether it's a paid thing or not. It certainly seems like it, because otherwise, why would you put up the colors of other teams and do this yeah. weird tradition? But I have not yet confirmed that. Uh, but a lot of folks have asked, and I've been trying to find the answer to that. Okay, was there, whatever the agreement is or was, whether it's monetarily driven or it's not, and of course it is, but I guess we'll give mm-hmm. that 1% sliver of possibility <laughs> that it's not. Was there was there a loophole? Like, I said this to Tiki, Keith, and this one is mind-baffling to me. If the Giants would have somehow beat Philly last week, right, and let's just say Purdy doesn't get hurt or if he does, whatever, and the Giants lose to the Niners yesterday, is that thing lit up in <laughs> Niners colors after the Giants get dumped from their, from their pursuit of a Super Bowl? You know, that's the best question I've heard. It does seem like that. It seems like that this was an agreement to put the colors of either team that would have won. And I I can't understand. I mean, not only is it offensive in the situation you play, which is we just lost the game and now they're putting up the other team's colors, but it's the Eagles. We lost to them last week. This no other city in America would have had something like that. Oh, yeah. You could not see Philadelphia, Chicago, any other state, Boston. Imagine them putting up this. This would be crazy. No so, chance. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it, the timing is horrible, Councilman Powers. But the, I think the, the challenge emotionally is why why would this happen for a team that's not New York-based at all? I know that New York and the Empire State Building, they celebrate 
world events and national events like Martin Luther King Day was lit up the you know week a, a couple weeks ago and like it's going Chinese to, New Year Chinese New Year like these things happen but it, do we need to represent every city that does no. something amazing and, and look at they didn't even win anything it's just a championship game it's not the Super Bowl I, I can I can I can understand 2018 when the Eagles finally won a Super Bowl I can't. No, nope, not even that. No, this, no. Is, this makes no sense. No. Who, like, who do we I, go to for answers? There are only two teams whose colors should be on the Empire State <laughs> Building, and one of them is green and white, but not from Philadelphia. Another one is the New York Giants in the football world. And yes, there is no reason we need to celebrate other teams. It's not a rival, not especially not a rival, especially not a city nearby, especially not you know the Eagles. And I think whatever arrangement they have, and we're going to try to find out. They should, they should stop it or have an exemption for the teams we play or yeah. any of the above. But the situation you said about the 49ers potentially beating the Giants and then having their colors up there, that's offensive, too. So I think this whole arrangement is ridiculous. And look, New York is not Philadelphia. We're a much better city, bigger city, more global city, and much and many other things. But still, sports is sports. Yeah. Rivalries are rivalries. And I cannot imagine any other city doing this, and yeah. it's just so ridiculous. Well, Councilman, what, what, what makes it troubling is that I used to think that when the Empire State Building was lit, for whatever reason, it was kind of opportunistic. It was like, all right, look, the Giants just made it to the postseason, or the Giants, you know, won the wild card game. Let's make it blue, like it was it was spur of the moment type of thing. And now feels like it's pre, like arranged, and that that's frustrating when it comes to. In, um, like impromptu events, right? The Giants win. Yeah, impromptu, yeah. let's make it blue. Yes, right. The the it's not organic, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. It feels like it's like it's it's contrived because it is because they're getting paid. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, now you know that if the Giants in the any of the years ahead win the NFC Championship and go to the head of the Super Bowl, you see those colors up there. It could have been somebody else's colors. It wasn't just about it being the Giants. And mm. then because I I know I'd look up there and be happy and. Love to see that as a as a way to support the team, but now you realize it's potentially a paid agreement, and any team <laughs> that wins gets that. It, I mean, this is a we don't need. I mean, it just doesn't feel like we need to do this. And I I've heard from more people on this in the last twenty four hours than you can even imagine, than more than any issue in the city right now. Like people, Jets fans and Giants fans united, saying why is this happening in our city, and offended by it. And only, of course, a few Eagles fans who were happy and trying to rub it in. Yeah, and, not, and and here's what bothers me I don't, equally. I, I think this is fair, too. And by the way, it's Councilman Keith Powers with us here on the show. Uh, he reps its Council District 4, and obviously the Empire State Building is is under uh, his jurisdiction. He's a big Giants fan. So, like, to me, it's one thing to put those dopey colors up there. It's quite another to then double down and have these, like, these aggressive troll tweets. Like, who the hell is yeah. controlling the Empire State Twitter account? I mean, I saw them going after Barstool Sports for complaining about it. I, I saw, saw that too with Portnoy. About, yeah. yeah, but I mean, that felt like excessively owning the decision. If it's a monetary agreement, it's a monetary agreement. If it's a diplomatic thing you're trying to do, which is silly, you know, fine. Uh-huh. But there's no need to go after people and attack them and almost, almost own it like you're, it's like a Philly, uh, like an Eagles fan, rather, putting it up and really owning the decision. And then later on, I saw a tweet that said, like, something like, it just hurt us more than it hurt you, or something like that. Yes, like when they put when they put the Chiefs colors up, exactly. It yeah. was a straight and and but they were so jovial, like they had the whole fly Eagles fly. But then yeah. with, with the Chiefs, it was rather mundane. Like, all right, I guess we got to do this as well. 
Yeah, I know. It, it, it felt like a, it's a bizarre decision, a bizarre arrangement. And the scenarios you guys point out is the one that's the one that hurts the most, which is like, it could be, it could, it could be all be out the Giants. They, they could have lost the game. It's now you're talking about the rival. So you have this scenario where it's just directly. I mean, I think obviously it was just the Chiefs and it was some other team. We would probably wouldn't even notice it. But in this case, it felt like they were really going out of their way. And yeah. New Yorkers responded very loudly, of course. It's only because it's Philly. But no, I got I got to respectfully disagree. And I'm gonna sound I'm gonna sound over over territorial. Like in, I get that, but no, it doesn't matter who it is. It it can't. It could be the most obscure team in the world. It's not our team. That's the point. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. fair. Look, I like I said, there's only two teams that should have their colors on there in in for the NFL. And anything else is kind of, we're just, we've just entered a silly period of time where they're putting up anybody's color thing. But the, the Eagles was the one that I think really got everybody really. Oh, there's no doubt. That at least, and at least highlighted how, how silly this how whole stupid it is. arrangement is. And you know what? Like, I'm a giant season ticket holder. I sit in the freezing cold of these games. Yeah. We lose, you know, we have a, one of the best seasons we had in a long time. And then, you know, you end the season with the Eagles winning. It's already bad enough. And then you, you have the, <laughs> the, the most symbolic building. In New York City, rubbing it in on their social media, you know, it's it's kind of absurd. Where does Tiki rank on your all-time Giants list, by the way, Councilman? Tiki was the best man, honestly, one of the best all-time players we've ever had. And uh, I know he's a following along. I am, I think, a lot very excited about the prospects of this team. So yeah, no doubt. Here, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Tiki, you uh, you know, you were uh, one of the best we've had uh, as a Giants fan, and. Uh, I'm excited to see what they're going to do in the next couple of years as, as well. As am I, and I appreciate that, Councilman Powers. How long have you been on the on the council? This is my sixth year. Six so year. I've been uh, yeah representing Empire Steel Building in this whole area, East Side of Manhattan, and Midtown for Got six it. years now. Got it. So yeah. I missed you when I was an Upper East Side resident. I lived in the city my entire playing career, but moved out about a decade ago. So I missed you. Yeah. Like, Tiki has well, my house. Always welcome back. Always welcome back, my friend. <laughs> I have six kids, man. It's hard to live in the city with a lot of kids. <laughs> he does. That's a different problem. Two, but two wives, okay. though. Two wives, though. Yeah. <laughs> did you go now? I know you left state for college. I think you went to Dayton. Are you a high school? New York high school kid. Where'd you go to high school? I did. I went to St. Francis Prep out in Queens. You were Terrier. Uh, I didn't know that. I, was, I yeah, went to I, Xavier. Oh, okay. Right. I mean, Chelsea. Oh, I, I, I live in Stuyvesant Town. Everybody went to Xavier from here. Uh, I followed my dad's footsteps and went out to St. Francis Prep and then uh, took the journey out to Dayton, Ohio. And wow. Dayton, Florida. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you, Stuytown, not to you're too off the beaten path, but, uh, you know, I lost a couple of buddies in 9-11 uh, who were from Stuytown. Oh, yeah. Sean, Sean Legato, who's yeah, a, a know, legend. Yep. You know Sean. Yep. Great family. I know Logano family, yep, and Sean yep. is obviously deeply missed. And uh, from so many of us here who know that family, obviously we're grieving on 9-11 alongside three other people. And I actually went down to the 9-11 Museum last year, and his picture's up there. And, you know, you could you could see a lot about all the folks there. But, of course, know the Logano family and, and uh, long-time Stuytown family. No, they're, they're royalty. Well, it seems like we have a lot in common with the old CHS yeah, double right. A roots and all that stuff. And uh, listen, appreciate you hopping on, Keith Powers, Councilman. Thank you, Thank you for your time and go and rectify this mess. This cannot happen <laughs> I'm again. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm get some answers. Appreciate you, Councilman <laughs> Thanks, Powers. Right. Be good. There you go. Thanks. So, um, I believe that you rank very highly on his list. No, I hope so. No, there's no doubt. I mean, Look, but, I, but you know, at what point is there a little placation going on because he's talking to you? And nah, maybe jacks you up two or three <laughs> spots higher than he really believes that he you are. There was no list there. <laughs> there was no list. <laughs> uh, I like that. I'm guy. trying to think. There must not be any sport fan that runs the account or runs the the Empire State. They can't be 
It's got to. They got to be completely agnostic. No, to, no. To I, I'm going to disagree again. I think that they're Eagle fans. I don't think they're How agnostic towards possible? sports. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no other rational explanation. But we tried to get some answers. Councilman is on the uh, is on the pursuit of such. And uh, good job, Hoff, getting him up on the show. Appreciate that, buddy. Let's get Brian and Wayne. He's on the fan with Tiki and Tierney. What's up, Brian? What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. We're good. Listen, I thought yesterday's Chiefs-Bengals game was a classic. We all do. We yep. all know it. It was great. It was very well announced by... Uh, Nance and Romo. My one objection or concern, I, I couldn't believe anybody else, nobody else noticed it. <clears throat> At the end of the game, they're summing it up, you know, the joy of victory, the agony of defeat. Yep. And properly, the joy of victory of all Chiefs. But during five minutes of that lauding the Chiefs, there was a poignant picture of Ossie sitting forlorn on the bench. Yeah. Holding his head, head in his hands, it's, 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 his heart has just been torn out. Yeah. Unless they didn't see it, they didn't even make a comment on it. Maybe I'm putting too fine a point on it, but I... Yeah, I don't think you are. Hey, As a matter uh, of fact, Brian, you're talking about Joseph Asai, who is the linebacker who yes. got the 15-yard yes. penalty. He's yeah. the only second-year kid He's from 22 Texas. 22-year-old. 23 yeah. young, man. Yeah. He was really in young. agony. Felt so badly for the kid. And then, of course, uh, lucky for him, for him, he had a teammate who was dropping F-bombs on him in the left, which is so classless. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you say that, Brian, because I saw a tweet. Appreciate you, Brian. Thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Uh, Andrew Marshan tweeted something similar like, Tony, you have to react to that. Yes. And I'll tell you what Tony should have said. Hey, listen, I didn't commit a 15-yard penalty, but I know what it's like to have a football slip out of your hand going for an extra point and cost your team. But like, And just show some empathy. Yeah. Um, I, I, it was a little odd how they were flipping camera shots, like mm-hmm. the, but ju- the jovial it, moment and the sadness, but yeah. I, I, you got to try to marry the two, but, but Tony has to address if, it. If you're going you to do it. So if the director is going to give you those shots, right. And again, I'm being technical here because I do this for a living. I call games. And so I know what's going on here. If the director is going to give you that shot, he's got, you got to know, cause you can't just leave the shot and not have commentary around it. Because it just it feels it feels like it doesn't fit, but it's also a missed opportunity to really show the other side, as Brian was alluding to, the other side of 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 of, of you know the victory we talked about, but the agony, right? Especially when you feel like it is your fault, you feel like we lost this game because of me. Now that's not that's clearly not the case because it's a sixty minute game and so many things go on throughout the course of the game, whether yep. it's a penalty or a fumble or But what, if he what, doesn't do that, it's overtime. Agreed. But but to talk specifically about this kid, he's twenty two years old, Joseph Asai, who in that moment is sitting there saying, I just cost us a chance to go to the Super Bowl is it's a missed opportunity 100%. to really show the depth of the emotion that happens in a, in a game. Right, we're talking about a game. We're not talking about life and death, but we're talking about a game. But the emotions are as real as any real-life experience that anybody could ever imagine. Yeah, Because well you don't get those opportunities very often. Uh, and the team's going to be different next That's year. Right. Bates so, is a free so, agent. So a lot right of guys now, might not be back. So right now, and I remember this from losing, losing the Super Bowl, the one thing I thought about after that game, I mean, the game was over you know, right after halftime, but one thing I thought about was, man, it was a grind just to get to this point. How the heck are we getting back again? And Joseph Asai, if he's sitting in that moment, he's saying, we were, we were a series away 
from getting to the Super Bowl, and it's my fault, and now we got to go through this thing all over again. And that doesn't obscure the point, something you and I hit earlier, that you still have to throw the penalty flag there, but that's a totally Absolutely different conversation. No, I, For those I hear people you. who are saying, yeah, you got to leave your penalty, you know, the flag in your pocket. No way. No chance. No way. No chance. I felt so badly for that young man. Yeah, I did too. That's rough. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 